This is the Taiwanology podcast from Commonwealth Magazine, where we discuss Taiwan matters and why they matter to you. Coming to you from Taipei, the capital of the freest nation in Asia. Hi everyone, welcome back to the Taiwanology podcast. This is your host Kuang Ying Liu from Commonwealth Magazine. Welcome back. Today we have a very pressing topic to discuss that has caught many people by surprise: water shortages in Taiwan. With an average yearly rainfall of 2,500 millimeters, which is 2.6 times the global average, it's easy to assume that water scarcity wouldn't be an issue here. However, the reality is quite different. The impacts of climate change have presented us with a new average. Over the past five years, Taiwan has experienced a complete absence of major typhoons, which has led to droughts occurring more frequently than ever before. These droughts, which used to be rare events happening once every century, have now become a recurring problem. The situation is particularly alarming for industries heavily reliant on water, such as chip makers. With new fabs under construction in southern Taiwan, their water demand is projected to increase by a staggering 50% over the next decade. To address this looming crisis, companies are indeed investing millions of dollars in innovative solutions. Take, for example, Formosa Plastics. Their ambitious project involves the construction of a desalination plant. Once completed, it will provide nearly one third of the water required for their operations. However, the question remains: How can Taiwan ensure a sustainable water supply, not only for chip makers but also for other industries, farmers, and its people? Today, we have a very important guest joining us to shed light on this crucial issue. Please、um, welcome Dr. Jianxin Lai, Lai Jianxin, the Director General of Taiwan's Water Resources Agency. Good morning. Good morning. Okay, we see that Taiwan's drought problems are becoming like an annual problem, but it's been raining these past few days. Are you happy about that? Sure, actually. And in this time in rain season, but according to the impact of climate change, the situation is change. Okay. Because for the past three years, of the typhoon, they got a ticket、hmm. to Japan. They just passing by the our islands. For the people that live in Taiwan, we have a, a complicated emotion about typhoon. We do need the typhoon bring the water for our daily use, but we also worry about the change, the impact for the typhoon. Maybe they can bring the disasters such as a debris world landslides and a flooding problem of that. But in these years, we are facing a challenge of water shortage, in, especially in the southern part of Taiwan, because. For the last years, and、uh, the rainfall is hit the records lows, so the problem is getting worse and worse before. But recently, the rainfall, I think, and、uh, every people in the Taiwan can realize the pond season will bring the water 
especially in these two ways. Mm-hmm. So there are a lot of water coming to our reservoirs. Yeah, so I think that's what everybody is hoping for, including TSMC and all the chip makers and all the companies that need water for their operations. Yeah, but like you said, typhoons are very important for Taiwan's water supply. But in recent years, plum rain season, which typically occurs around May and June, are also a very important. But what if they fall out? What if we don't have typhoons or enough typhoon or not enough rainfall from the plum rain? What we do about that? So I would like to start with a question that many people might have. Like I just said in the introduction, Taiwan's average yearly rainfall is 2.6 times the global average. So I think it would be very mind-boggling for a lot of people why Taiwan would face water shortage. What is the reason here? I think the major challenge comes from the nature mm-hmm. because we live in an islands. In our island, there are more than 100 high mountains. So in Taiwan, we can say we live in a spiral. When we stay on the roof, the spiral roof can, cannot accumulate rainfall. And in Taiwan, we have a steep drain and a short river. So it's quite difficult to accumulate water. Even though we have more than 90 reservoirs in Taiwan, but each reservoir is the capacity of the, each Reservoir is it's quite small. Sorry, so 90 reservoirs or 19? 90. 90, more than 90. Oh, no, 95 reservoirs. I didn't know 95, that. 95. Okay, I didn't know that we have 95 reservoirs and still sometimes we are facing water shortage. No, I think that people can recognize that there are a lot of the reservoirs, the capacity is more than the reservoir in Taiwan or the United States, they can see the Hoover dams. The upstream of Hoover dams, there are middle leg. The capacity of the middle leg is around 10 times of total capacity of the Taiwan reservoirs. Really, all of Taiwan's reservoirs is maybe 10% of what Hoover Dam yeah. can hold. Wow, okay. But unfortunately, Taiwan doesn't have the land to... To, for, to, for building a Hoover Dam or something like that. <laughs> yeah, so that's our challenge. So you're saying that because of the terrain. And how much does that have to do with climate change? Is climate change making the situation worse? Yeah, sure. The climate change is sweeping the world everywhere else. We can find the information from the newspapers that describe even the people in the Europe, they also face the challenge of the water shortage, especially in the recent years. For less years, I mean, Rhine River... In Germany. The, yeah, Germany. The water level in the Rhine River hit the record lows. Mm. So such kind of situation affect the transportation of inland and also affect the provide of the water. Such kind of problem is everywhere in the world. In China, the North, North Africa, Africa and the United States as well. Yeah. So droughts 
are everywhere. And like you mentioned, the typhoons were only passing by Taiwan. They were going straight to Japan. And I've actually talked with some climate change researchers, and they're saying that it has to do with the air pressure on over the ocean because the oceans are getting warmer and the pressures are changing, and it makes it more likely for the typhoons to go to Japan instead of Taiwan. So I really think that's a very great challenge. So I think that's already very worrying what climate change has done so far. But how about in the future? Is the situation going to get even worse? According to a scientist in Taiwan, the information we figure out that by the middle of this century, even by the end of this century, the intensity of the rainfall will increasing about twenty percent to more than forty percent. We have heavier rains. Heavier rains, but we have less water in the features. Because the the days without rainfall is getting more and more in the future. We have more dry days. Yes. Yeah. In the future, we should meet challenge for to to less water and to more water. This kind of situation is quite difficult for a step in our agency to deal with such kind of problem. But even though we face a major challenge about. To less water or to more water, we can find a window and find a solution to deal with such kind of problem to provide enough water for the farmer, especially and for the industrial use, even for the for domestic use. But here, I will ask the people in Taiwan, even for the people in the world, we need to save water. Because water is a rare resources. Yeah, Doctor Lai is talking about farmers, and it reminded me of a story I did a few years ago. I talked with a rice farmer in Xinzhu, and because Xinzhu is home to the Science Park and to the fabs that make advanced TSMC chips, so in a few years ago, when there was a severe drought, the All the farmers, all the rice farmers in that area, were told that they cannot grow their rice that year because there is not enough water. And because the the chip makers, they also need water. So this desperate young farmer, he was very entrepreneurial. He was very innovative. He somehow came up with a solution to have、uh, this machine from Japan. There's a special process involved that would treat the rice grains so that they can grow in dry paddy fields. They don't need water. I I think he won some award because of that. And so we already know how dire the situation is. The water shortage Taiwan is facing. And later we will come back with Dr. Lai to talk about what are the things the government can be doing to help Taiwan preserve water. We'll come back later. Welcome back to the second half of Taiwanology podcast. I'm your host Kuang Ying Liu. Today we have our guest, who is Dr. Lai, and actually we are redoing this session of the recording because there was a 
power shortage that occurred. The recording was lost. But because this topic is so important, we are keeping Doctor Lai for another half an hour to record the session. So we were talking about the problems of water shortage, and now I'm going to ask you: So what are the the ways that the government is dealing with the water shortage? I think I will start with the law aspects. We ask the industrial that consume a large quantity of water, they can pay more money. Okay, they pay more money. Money、mm-hmm. to the government.、Mm-hmm. When they pay the, the the money to the government can build such as a desalination plants, recycle water plants to provide for the water for industrial use. And now we try to find more waters. And on one one hand, we enlarge the drainage walls. For each reservoir, so that could be enlarged the capacity of the reservoirs, and in the other hand, we build more dams, have more small dams, and we even use the water in the detention pond to provide the water's resources such as that. And another way we mentioned before that could be called the pro. Projects we use the pipeline to connect each reservoir. That could be allocate water from the north to the south,、mm-hmm. even from the south to the north. Okay. Or that could be re- increasing the efficiency when we face the situation of uneven rainfall situation in Taiwan, and we also figure out to build more. Sea water desalination. This year, the government passed the the process to build new sea water desalination plants.、Mm-hmm. One is located in Shenzhou,、mm-hmm. the other is located on the southern of Tainan. When such kind of desalination plant finish in the five years, five years at that time, I think the situation in these two city. Will be getting better when the problem of of water shortage. Yeah, I really like the imagery you were conjuring the pearl necklace. So each reservoir is like a pearl that we have to take care of it, and we somehow connect all the pearls with pipelines or tunnels. I've seen photos of the tunnels; they are as big as two meter high.、Yeah. These are actually very impressive engineering projects. Okay, we have water reallocation. Is it possible to build more reservoirs in Taiwan? And because some people are saying that yes, we need more reservoirs, but would they really work? In your opinion, I think it's not a problem for the engineer side. But when we concern about the ecological. Especially for the environmental protection, there could be more and more difficult to build a new reservoir in Taiwan. So, in recent years, the government pay a lot of work to to renumerate each existing reservoir in place of to build a new、right. reservoir. Yeah. So, it's in the process of reviving existing reservoirs. 
That's also a very important project that I like very much. And so that's the government side. And、uh, what are the corporations doing to deal with the problem? I think previously we mentioned TSMC, but I think there is a, a, another company, another IC packaging company in the south that is also doing something to tackle the issue. Yeah, this company is the first company to adopt、uh, to use recycled water. During their process, okay. The ASE pay a lot of work on that. ASE, yeah, ASE, and they they adopt four measures as such as to improving the system water potassium rise. As I mentioned before, the TSMC and the ASE, the each corporation, the with the the water potassium rise is. More than ninety percent、mm. of that. On the other hand, they use a lot of the wastewaters. They also reduce the loss of the water, especially when they the water reduce the water loss for the air conditioning systems, and、right. they also to reduce the system drainage loss. So they they have a lot of different measures to save water, and they reuse wastewater and use it in their processing. I think that's also a big challenge because I know for tech companies they really need purified water in their processes. How do they achieve that? For the technological side, that could be could not be a problem.、Mm. The major problem is to change the mind to deal with the waters. Right, the mindset. The mindset, because、uh, the total cost of their partners, the on underwater, is quite less. And according to our statistics, the cost of their each partners is less than one percent、wow. of their partners. Okay. If they can change their minds, and they could be. More resilient when the facing the the challenge of water shortage, yeah, such as TSMC and ASC Corporation, and you mentioned before the Formosa Corporation, they even build their own sea water destination. Yeah, and I've actually seen the construction site. It's very impressive, and it's also a very expensive project, but it's something that needs to be done. And so we've heard about what the government is doing and what the corporations are doing. What about individuals? What can you and me do every day to conserve water? Six years ago, when I traveled to the Germany, I asked the staff of a German government how they can ask the people to conserve the water. They asked why you ask such kind of problem. That could be fine. You are my natures come naturally, but in Taiwan, the the public, the people in Taiwan, they they can see a lot of water during the rain season. So they see the water come from the natures is the quantity you need. The heaven can be provided. We take it for granted. Yeah, but. I think the situation is changing because, in the future, as I mentioned before, 
the situation will be getting worse and worse. So I do encourage the individual in the Taiwan. They need to conserve the water because it's dropped. Yeah. Well, the tap water, they come from a long way to your home. Yeah, yeah. They even travel more than 100 kilometers to your home. I didn't know that. Say, so when you met a friend come from the far away to see you, so you need to grab the chance to talk about your friends. To treat it well. Yeah, so I think many people ignore that. So we, we, whenever we open the tap, water comes out, and because it rains, we take it for granted. But I think many people are not paying attention to how much resources, water treatment, and water allocation, transportation has consumed. So we have to save water like we don't waste food, right? So we have to really cherish the limited resources, especially now that we're facing a new average. But that leads to me, leads to a next question about costs. You're saying that the cost of water for the big tech companies is nothing more than 1%. Why is water so cheap in Taiwan? We did not change the price of water more than 20 years it's around uh, 29 years. Okay, so yeah. almost 30 years, no almost change. Almost 30 years. No change in water tariff. Because the water is taken so plentiful. So for the purpose, they don't sense of, of their daily water yeah. use. There is no incentive to, yeah. to change, no. I, I do know my electricity bills for each month, but I cannot know the exact money how I pay for each month for the waters. For my family, we pay the, around $180 to the water company. So that's six US dollars. Yeah. How many people are in your family? <laughs> Two. Okay. Just, just my wife and me. Right. And so the, just, yeah, six dollars. I think sometimes it's cheaper than a cup of coffee. Yeah. Indeed, yeah, yeah. now they're getting more expensive. So uh, I think we should take this issue seriously. Yes. So I asked for the water corporation to increase their efficiency mm -hmm. and to increase their service. And if they can provide the liquids or water, maybe the public can pay more money to to your to water corporations. If we cannot deal with such kind of problem such as leakage, maybe the public will be blamed for the government. I paid money, but the water is leaking. Yeah, it's leaking, mm -hmm. so I don't need to pay more money. So recently years, the government and the water corporation pay a lot of uh, attention on, to, on the problem of that to reduce the leakage of water. Yeah, yeah, that's very important. But 
I was also very shocked to know that the last time we raised a water tariff was more than was nearly thirty years ago. When over the past few years we have seen the power price increase, even very incrementally, and I would really be happy to see that if the water tariff can go the same direction, I think it's very much needed. And so, what is the global ranking if we try to compare Taiwan's water tariff to other countries? How low is Taiwan's water tariff? I think we'll be ranked under lowest third in okay. the world. Okay, the third lowest、yeah. in the world. Okay, that's another shock, right? So, I really think for Taiwan to be an advanced economy. To be on the forefront of industrial innovation, we can really do better to raise the price, and so that we can create more incentive for people and corporations to conserve water. Why?、Right, so I guess we also need to have a fundamental mindset change to our approach to water, right? How can we do that? I think we can start from our daily or daily life. First of all. When each morning you get up, you brush your teeth, maybe the pipe and always open the faucet so the water is run off. They cannot re- reuse. If we can cherish and we can change the our behavior, like there could be save a lot of waters, and and the other way. Is when you wash your vegetable and wash wash your fruits, sub and when you finish to wash your fruits, the water could be reused to provide to irrigate your garden. Yeah. So reuse and try to reduce waste. These are all the ways we could help and. Don't think individual efforts are too little. Everything counts. So, are we going to see more rain in the coming weeks? Sure. Okay. <laughs> Because we are in our wet season. Good. Yeah. So I can see why Dr. Lai is so happy today. So we are very happy to be talking with you today, and thank you for your time. It's my pleasure. If you like our show, please leave a review or write us an email. Follow the Taiwanology podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Our next episode will be online July 11. Taiwanology is produced by Wei Ru Wang, edited by Ian Huang. I'm your host Guang Yingliu. Talk to you soon. <laughs>